Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. And I mean, welcome back to the next episode of the For the Win podcast as we are finally back. I couldn't even tell you what number episode this is, but we took a long hiatus and we are now back talking some NFL playoffs. And it has been a wild couple of weeks for the NFL playoffs. Chris Suds, how you doing? Doing good. Getting ready. We got a recap of the uh, divisional round and then we'll talk about the championship round of the playoffs i'm super excited suds how are you i'm doing good that was a wild week of games i mean i don't think i've seen a better slate of four games in a weekend ever i mean talk about that chiefs and all those other games we're gonna get into so i don't want to say too much but garrett i think i aged 15 years i'm not gonna lie watching those games that was crazy i mean i was on the edge of my seat every single one there was not one game that wasn't a nail biter yeah um i think we should start recapping these games and we'll go in order of which they were played so we could start off with the titans and Bengals. um so i'll just give a little run through of what happened and then we'll discuss it i mean the Bengals, as we know we they scored a couple field goals early derrick henry had the touchdown run and they went for two which was very odd i disagree with the decision by mike vrabel they obviously missed that two-point conversion so six six game went on for a while towards the end of the game was 16 to 16 um, and rookie kicker Evan McPherson comes on and he hits it a 52 yard field goal to win the game. Yeah, by the way, he's been perfect this postseason. He hasn't missed. He had a great rookie season in general. Um, and I, I think something that you got to point out is playoffs Tannehill three interceptions again. Uh, it's almost like when the playoffs come around, it's like he's still in the Dolphins. I mean, he, he was brutal. Um, can't happen. Bengals go on to win. They'll travel to Kent, Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. Before the game even started, I knew that the Bengals were going to win that game. I, I, I Watching the Titans play throughout the season, I was like, sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, they could be a Super Bowl team. Other times I'm like, how is this team considered a playoff team? That, well, I, I mean, they I played think the, sloppy football all year. I, the Titans were a fraud number one seed. We all knew that. Like, 100%. The Chiefs were clear the number one seed. The Titans just ended up in that scenario. But, you know, but you got to give the Bengals credit coming on the road. Oh, yeah. You got you got a sophomore quarterback, but he's pretty much a rookie. He was out all last year, comes in, wins the game. And the Evan McPherson, dude, you can't talk enough about him. Uh, speaking about Evan McPherson, that kid has balls. Did you hear what he said uh, before going out to kick that? He goes, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship. Like, yeah. Suds? I was, for me, the takeaway is Joe Burrow, in my opinion. I just think that, like, you get a guy – who, you know, has something to prove. I mean, we all thought he was a good quarterback, but there's a lot of good quarterbacks. There's Baker Mayfield, you know, like those type guys. And he just kind of separated himself, in my opinion, this playoffs. I mean, he's really the guy. And I know people want to make a big deal about Tannehill, you know, not being the guy. But for me, I didn't watch the game. It was like, wow, Tannehill's just not the guy. I thought Joe Burrow is the guy. He's just going into this conversation of Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen. And you know what? I think he's a step up of Justin Herbert right now. I mean, I get it. It's not all on the quarterback, but you got to look what you've seen. I think um, Burrow's definitely the guy. He's really – he's by far validated that number one pick selection with Herbert, I know, like on his back. But I think you, what you take away is Joe Burrow, Chris. I think you also got to give a ton of credit to the Bengals' defense in this one. I mean, they come in um, into the postseason as a, you know, mid-level defense. I think they were 15th overall. Um, and I mean, they, 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 they hold the Titans to 16 points with their full lineup. And they got Julio Jones back. You have – A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry's here now. Like, 
they 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 held the Titans offense down. So you got to give them credit too. One hundred percent. That was again. That was a nail biter. I think that that was only the introduction to what was to come. That was the first uh, average called divisional game, and then yeah, mayhem took place the the next couple of days. But I mean, props to the Bengals. I thought they looked very good out there. I think they're they're a good team. They really are. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting is, next week. I know they're a two heavily powered offense. Like it, it's going to be a great game. We'll get into that, but uh, let's move on to the night slate of Saturday night, 49ers Packers. To me, this was the most shocking game of the week. Uh, 49ers, they come into Lambeau. It's snowing. Jimmy G has never played in under 20 degree weather. It feels like zero degrees out there and they somehow pull off the victory. I mean, Obviously, both offenses were terrible. I'm not going to give Jimmy G any credit. He didn't score. They brutal. Um, the 49ers defense clutched up. I mean, four minutes left in the game. As we know, they blocked the punt, returned it for the touchdown, and then later on kicked the field goal to win the game with time expiring. But I want to give credit to the 49ers defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans. I think it's an important name. He's going to get head head coach interest this offseason because, or even next offseason if he doesn't this year. Because, I mean, he shut down Aaron Rodgers. And you got to remember, he replaced Robert Sala, Robert Sala, who went to the Jets last offseason. So, um, first-year defensive coordinator comes in, shuts down Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau Field. Uh, just an unreal. Uh, shame on the Packers, honestly. Like, that's a game that you obviously need to win your home in front of one of the best fan bases in football, one of the loudest fan bases. It's snowing, and you're playing a team that's from California. With a quarterback not, that's never played in under 20 degree weather. How do you not win that game? You have the you have the better quarterback. You have the better wide receiver and Devontae Adams. Uh, uh, really quick, Debo Samuel, great. He's been great recently. He's like a running back, wide receiver type thing. But going back to Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, they had the team there. Alan Lazard's pretty good. Like And you, and it's not like the defense screwed up. Like you you held them. You, like the offense just didn't come. It was the offense, and the Packers got a lot of pieces back. They got uh, Jerry Alexander back, a ton of like defensive tackles, and it, I, I generally don't know how the Packers lost that game, but I'm actually kind of glad they did because yeah, that means it, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Denver Bronco. You heard it here first. I can't I don't wait know about, for Aaron Rodgers to be a Denver Bronco this offseason. So thank you, 49ers, for defeating the Packers. Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay. No shot he goes back. Yeah, well, I think going back to the game, I think the 49ers, uh, they're just such a well-run franchise, coaching all the way down to players. And that's an example of a team that knows what they want to be. I mean, they, they take those receivers, those Brandon Ayukes, those Debo Samuels, and they turn them into their own offense. We got, you know, Debo Samuel being a running back. He got, you know, they sued the offense to Jimmy G. And I think that's a great example of how well you can see coaching go and, ma- and kind of make the team around what you have. And as far as the Packers, I think it's such a, you know, interesting explanation or like what you're going to get from Aaron Rodgers because he doesn't know you don't know if, every year you don't know what this team's going to be is Aaron Rodgers going to show up is he going to be on a different team and you know I thought last year was the last year uh, for them to really do anything and they lost to Tom Brady and then you get this year they're the same good in the regular season and they lose again so I think honestly there's no clue I have no clue what's going to happen I could see Aaron Rodgers coming back I could see him not all I know is that the Packers just have not been getting it done in the playoffs. And it's, it's yet yeah, last year was like they lost to Tom Brady. I think this year is just a pattern at this point. Yeah, I agree. You go down to Tom Brady, it's like, well, what could you do? You lose to a Jimmy Garoppolo 49ers team that came from San Francisco, all the Green Bay. You got, you got problems. Um, besides Aaron Rodgers, the Packers have a ton of impending free agents. They're in a lot of trouble. They have no cap space left. It's almost like this is going to be a rebuild in Green Bay. 
Um, and like Aaron said, Aaron Rodgers said in his post game uh, press conference, he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. So based on those words, I do think he's out, whether that means retirement or going elsewhere. I do think he's out Garrett. And you brought up the Broncos. Um, I know today, Nathaniel Hackett, uh, Packers offensive coordinator is going for his second interview with, with Den with Denver for the head coaching position. And he's named one of the three finalists. So if that happens, that's almost like luring Aaron Rodgers to green Bay. And by the way, if Denver does get Aaron Rodgers, I think they're a super bowl contender. Well, dude, they got the defense. They got the offense, but really quick. I mean, it's a great situation for Aaron Rodgers. The front office, a wants him. I think that he's going to have the coaching staff around him. He's not gonna be able to fight with them anymore. He's got some great receivers there. He's got Jerry Judy, uh, Tim Patrick, and then why am I blanking out? Cortland Sutton. I don't know why I was blanking out his name. Then you got a running back in Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon. Like, this is – Broncos would be a good team. Yeah, it's Rodgers. a good offense. They just paid all those wide receivers. So, the, the three wide receivers are set for years to come. That they gave them all the bag this off – or actually during the season. But, I mean, that also leaves because if Aaron Rodgers leaves, I'm assuming Devontae Adams is out too. Where could he go? You look at teams like the Jets. Could they pull in a big wide receiver? Yeah. No way. I think you'd be surprised where Devonta Adams would go if Rodgers left. Like, don't count the Jets and the Jags because they would make him yeah. the highest paid receiver in NFL history. I was he just going to say the Jaguars and not like, I mean, like, at the end of the day, he wants some, money. At some point, you need the money. And you I need mean, the money. You never know. Je- Trevor Lawrence can develop. I mean, listen, it's not like the most ideal situation, but highest paid receiver in NFL history sounds good to me, you know? Yeah. And I mean, he, he'd get a long term contract. It'd be years. But I mean, we're talking in advance. Let's move on to the third divisional game of the weekend. By the way, this was the greatest football weekend. I think we've said that. I mean, the games just keep getting better and better, and especially this game. Um, On to the NFC. The Rams came into Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers. Um, We could break it down, but it's pretty simple. They were up 27 to three at one with seven minutes left in the third quarter. Um, It almost reminded us all of the Super Bowl with Brady down 28 to three against the Falcons a couple years ago. And of course it happens again. The Bucs came all the way back. Um, Clutch plays by Brady, Mike Evans with a huge touchdown, a couple playoff Lenny runs, Kevin Nolan going crazy in the chat, all that. Uh, And the game was tied 27 to 27 with 40 seconds left. And I mean, Cooper cup, Matt Stafford, a couple plays down the field, time expiring Matt Gay. Hits the field goal, 30-yarder, ends the Buccaneers season. The Rams advance, and they'll host the 49ers on Sunday at home. But what do you guys think of this game? Sods, I'll let you go first. I got two things. First, I think the one takeaway I got from this game was that Cam Akers fumble right before halftime. And I was thinking to myself, like, you don't understand who you're messing with here. It's Tom Brady. I mean, this guy will come back. I was like – Whatever the score was, I was like, this is even a lot for him. He could do this, you know. And that was my thing. I, even though they did get the interception, I believe, after that, still, uh, there were a few points in that game, those, that game, I was like, they got to be careful because, and even with the Rams, I mean, they're blowing leads all of a sudden. Like, for the 49er game, they had a 17-0 lead, I think it was, or 17-3. This game, they have 27-3, I think it was. I mean, this is going to cost them next week. I mean, the 49ers are playing great. I mean, you can't afford to be doing these things and getting up by that much and blowing it. So I don't know how I even feel about this Rams win. I mean, it was a great win. I mean, the Bucs are a great team, but they're shorthanded. So I don't know how I feel about this Rams team going to next week. Garrett? Yeah, I mean, this Rams win definitely worries me. I agree with you, Suds. I mean, you're up 27-3 to against Tom Brady, and Tom Brady's comfortable in these positions. I mean, we saw him out there in the field. He's like, I got time. I got time. I mean, Matt Stafford, Cam Akers, that entire, like, Rams offense, defense, 
think they kind of just broke down towards the end. They were like, we won the game. I think that was their mentality. There's no way they come back. And they did. And I think that we saw them down to that last minute, really becoming competitive. You saw Stafford's competitiveness right there, but going forward, the Rams, they can't do this anymore. If they're going to win, if they're going to make it to the Super Bowl, they need to bear down. They need to win games. Yeah. You mentioned the acres fumble, but it's, there were four different fumbles by the Rams in that game. That's a, yeah. like that just, can't, I, think too. I mean, if, 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 yeah, and acres had two of them, if you, you know, if, if the Rams lost this game, it was on them 100%. Tom Brady, 100%. great job, but you can't fumble the ball four times. It just can't happen. So, I mean, and it's also they're going to be hosting the 49ers. The 49ers have beaten them twice this year. So, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, it's going to be a better game than people think. I know that people think the Rams are going to roll over the 49ers. The Rams are blowing leads. So, uh, it's going to be a good one. To me, I oddly, I feel like all the pressure on the Rams in this one. I mean, I get Jimmy Garoppolo is kind of playing for his job, but I think he's done enough to like oh. not have Trey Lance play next year. I think this is all Matt Stafford here. I mean, they brought you in to go to the Super Bowl, and here's your chance against what the sixth seed. I mean, this is it, right, Chris? Yeah, I was gonna towards the end. I want to talk about uh, Jimmy G's future a little bit, but I mean, I, I personally, I I think both quarterbacks are safe in this one. I think Matt Stafford. As much as the Rams are going all in to win the Super Bowl, I mean, he's he's clutched up, man. I mean, the Rams are in the NFC Championship game. Um, I mean, what, would they love for him to go to the Super Bowl? Absolutely. I think they have a very good chance to, but it's not like his job's in jeopardy. Like, he's the quarterback of the Rams next season. As far as Jimmy G, I think that's still up in the air. Um, I mean, he did nothing last week. I know they beat the Packers, but it, he did nothing. He, he did a terrible job. I mean, you got a rookie quarterback. Oh, sorry, Suds, really quick. They got a rookie quarterback on the bench who's just edging to get that job. I mean, like, I, I think Jimmy G, yeah, I agree with you, Chris. I think he's got to do more. He's got to prove himself this game. Rams got a good defense. If he can really prove himself, and I think the 49ers are going to win. We'll get to that. But I think, I, I think, I think the Jimmy G situation could go either way. I think I, I could see that as I well. I think next week could determine uh, his future. I, I know there's a rookie quarterback. It's not like the rookie quarterback played well this year. Trey Lance did a terrible job when he started. You know, it's not it's not like he Correct. came out and it, it really could go either way. I agree, but I feel like I'd sign up for any quarterback to get into the NFC Championship game. I mean, what else do you want from the guy? I guess it's not all on him, but it's like I was saying earlier, it's the system. They made the system to fit it's the him. Coaching. I, 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 exactly. Well, well that's I mean, what I'm saying. Is, it, did he get them? Because he, he's done, well, he's not, he hasn't done great. I mean, I don't, for me, if you can get your team, I don't care what you do. If you a quarterback can get your team to the NFC Championship, your job should not be taken away. And or if it is, you should have a, a starting job somewhere else. Like it's well, a he would, he wouldn't. He, I, 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 I'm saying he proved himself to be a starting. Uh, I think not like top tier, but like in the upper. I think he's half. a mid tier, mid tier. Yeah, I, like I agree. Upper right mid tier type area. I think right, we'll get back to that when we uh, yeah. when we preview next week's game. But let's. Do our final recap of the Sunday night slate, Bills at Chiefs. I consider oh. this one the game of the year. Um, both defenses played awful um, for the most part. They were they, gassed towards the end. I, I generally don't think you could blame the – obviously, you can blame the defenses for playing poorly. But towards the end, I think that, especially in the overtime, whoever won that coin flip was going to win that game. Defenses were gassed. It was a back-and-forth game. You got two all-star quarterbacks just rifling it down the field. Obviously, the defense is going to be gassed. They got to put pressure on the quarterback – and then tracking down those receivers, like, yeah, it's happened before. The defense has played terrible. You have to step up. I don't care if you're gassed. You're a pro football player. You train for this your whole lives, every single day, every single hour. What do you mean you're gassed? I get your gas, but step up. You can't can't allow forty points and expect to win a playoff game. 
Anyways, the point is both quarterbacks played phenomenal. Their best games of the season, both Mahomes and Josh Allen. Allen, 329 passing yards, four tutties. Mahomes, 378 passing yards, three touchdowns. Gabriel Davis, out of nowhere, out of left field, Gabe Davis, the stud, all four touchdown passes. You can't make it up. 25 points in this game allowed in the final two minutes. I mean, game of the year, right? Chiefs go down the field with 13 seconds left. They tie the game, and like as we know, they proceed to win it with the coin toss in overtime. And I think there's two things to take away before I let you guys speak. Yes, the Bills' defense should have stepped up. So OT should have never happened. You can't allow, I don't care who, what quarterback's going to go down the field and kick a field goal with 13 seconds left. And number two, OT rules have to be changed. It's okay to think both of those things. I know people are arguing like, no, the bill should have stepped up. No, the rule sucks. It's both of those things. I think it's both. The, the rule should change. Both offenses should touch the football regardless. Garrett? Agreed. First of all, this was the game of the year. I, I like, I mean, 13 seconds left. Mahomes goes like, oh, that was crazy. I mean, it had me on the edge of the seat. What a way to cap off this divisional round of the playoffs. Like, honestly. It just, it just can't happen for the Bills. Like, you, you, I know people are pissed about overtime. You can't let a quarterback. By the way, to their biggest weapon, Travis Kells, like twice. Like, Correct. I mean, he was him. wide if, open. If it's going to happen, let it be a no no one wide receiver. And the Bills were playing deep there on that play. They were protecting the end zone, which, yeah, I get. But, like, I, I feel like man-to-man. I don't know. But well, overall. My big thing. My big thing is that Tyreek Hill touchdown. Like, how's that happened? I mean, yeah, all you guys play to not just not a touchdown. And, I mean, you could even give the field goal there, right? Um, if I'm correct, they need they need more than a field yeah. goal. Like, like, how are you not? How is that guy cutting through? Like, how are you not double teaming him? I seem they That's were what, double teaming Hill. I just I'm don't really, understand how you would like a guy triple teaming digs. Like, yeah, but this I mean, is. That, I, and also, I to be, I, I agree. I think the loser in this whole thing, like. I don't blame any team. I think that's just football. Is it gets to the end and people start getting like it's not that I don't blame like them. I don't. I also think they should play better. Like I think the defenses could have played better, but that's just football. It's just a back and forth game. I agree. I think the overtime rules are so bad and just like because how do you not like it's better for everyone to see both teams touch the ball. Like what overtime doesn't have just another period of play? That's my thing. I mean, I think ties should be gotten rid of altogether. I mean, I guess their their point is to protect the players. You know, it's a long game, which I understand. But when the players are talking on Twitter and Instagram and social media that they don't want ties anymore, I mean, how much more do you need? The players, I mean, these guys are competitive. They want to play to win. Just take away ties altogether. And I know this couldn't have ended in a tie, but you can't send the Bills and Josh Allen home after six months of grinding because they can't touch the football. Like, yeah, give them another chance. Seriously. Shouldn't, shouldn't happen. The rules have to change. And I mean, this is first of all, this is a rivalry now. This is a huge rivalry, the Bills and Chiefs. I mean, the Bills, they, they got to hate the Chiefs, honestly. I mean, but, I mean, going forward, uh, props to Patrick Mahomes, honestly. I know, like, the Chiefs are kind of the new Patriots and how we don't really want to see them in the playoffs anymore. But seriously, like, props to Patrick Mahomes really coming there with the 13 seconds left making that play. Yep, got to give him credit. Uh, Let's move on. I know we previewed a little bit, but let's really get into it for a couple minutes here. Bengals, Chiefs, 3 p.m. on CBS. Prediction, who's your winner, guys? Garrett, I'll start with you. Bengals did beat the Chiefs earlier in the year. Chiefs also beat the Bengals. It's going to be a good game. This is going to be a good game. You know, I'm rooting for the Bengals. I really am. But, I mean, I, I think that Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs with Kelsey, Tyree Kill, and that whole offense, I, I, I'm I going to go with the Chiefs. 
Did you guys know that Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game? It's never. Nuts. It's crazy. He never has. And he's not going to have was, to. Exactly. And, you know, this, I was like, this postseason, I was like, all right, I only want to see, I was rooting for the Bengals because I, I think they have the better team, better offense, or more exciting than the Titans. I was like, if the Titans win, at least we'll get to see Mahomes on the road in the playoffs. But that's just not happening. I don't know how you pick against the Chiefs at home. And we saw that crowd yesterday. That was, that would help them win. I mean, you got to, that's yeah. a part of the team. So, I can't. You can't pick against the Chiefs at home. I go Chiefs. Uh, I agree with you guys. I think it'll be a good game. I just think you know you got to keep in mind it's you're talking a veteran quarterback in Mahomes versus Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's done a great job. I just think the fact that this game is being played in Kansas City, you have to go with the Chiefs. I just want to make one thing clear. I am rooting for the Bengals. I'm not rooting for the Chiefs. I think all of America is. We just. I, I just mean, don't think they're gonna win. I mean, Bengals I, are America's team. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're such a good team to root for. Sophomore slash rookie quarterback, I guess, like Chris, what you said, but they really are. Like they're a young team. They've Dude, got a high-powered offense. They're underdogs. They are. I know they don't want to be considered. They are. They're underdogs. They are. They're underdogs. But I, I don't. I'd be shocked if they win. It'd be cool. Bengals in the Super Bowl. That'd be nuts. But I don't think it's gonna happen. Moving on. Um, six thirty on Fox. 49ers at the Rams. I think this is gonna be the better game of the week. Honestly. Um. Predictions? Who's gonna win? I guess I'll start. I mean, after watching what the Rams did and just the, how the 49ers beat them twice already, give me the 49ers. I think that the 49ers coaching and the way they've been just been playing football recently, the way how poorly they started and brought themselves back up, give me the 49ers in this game. I mean, I, I think I'm rooting for the Rams again, but the 49ers I think Debo Samuel is gonna be that X factor in that game. Jimmy G, I think, needs to. Needs to step up from his performance against the Packers. I think that they're a high-powered team. They've got a good defense, underrated offense. Uh, give me the 49ers. Uh, for me, I was kind of split in this game, but the thing that, in my opinion, is like if Sean McVay and Matt Stafford lose the same, lose the same team three times during the season, then that's just – that's on them. I mean, come on. You, you can't lose three. Like, that. that's yeah. my thing. And I think there's some extra, you know – uh, hate in this game because you know division opponents they've lost twice i think rams at home you know people are saying like oh the rams let loose the cardinals i was like no shot like the rams at home this is a team they're, they are, they're on a mission i mean this team from the start was designed to go to the super bowl then they get obj then they get von miller and it's even more the case i mean i don't know about the 49ers i think like they got it and they snuck in they won a few games which is all great but this rams team from the day one they've been set in the super bowl and i think i can't pick a get pick against them in this situation Give me the Rams at home. Chris. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, I don't consider the 49ers sneaking in. They beat the number one seed in the Packers. But I think the Rams, like you said, you can't – three times a charm. You, you can't go down to the same team three times in a season. Obviously, if you do, you lost. <laughs> um, I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Rams are going to pull away. Uh, the Rams are three-and-a-half-point favorites. The Chiefs, on the other hand, are seven-point favorites. So that's the spread for this week. But um, I, th- I, I think the Rams win and – uh I don't know. That's what that's what I think will happen. Hopefully, uh, th- hopefully these games are as exciting as last week's games. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap things up here on the For the Win podcast. Hopefully, these games are as exciting as last week's games. We're going to try and drop episodes probably week to week. We'll see how it works. We're in college, but uh, please make sure to follow us on Instagram at For the Win Podcast and on TikTok at For the Win Podcast. Other than that, I'm your boy. See you next time. Peace. Out.